going. I'm waiting on you. Take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. All right, and welcome back to From the Pit. <laughs> uh, take two. Uh, holy shit! It's it's been a it's been a hell of a night over here already in our in our studio. Uh, so we're just gonna get right to this shit. Uh, for any new listeners, we recommend a shitload of new metal bands every week. I'm Phil. With me is Mike. Yo, Frank. Hello. And returning to the show this week is Sam. What's up? Glad to be back on the only podcast where the intro is almost as long as the fucking amount of time we took to set it up. <laughs> oh, yeah. boy. I'll, was, make, uh, I'll make a two and a half know. hour intro, don't I? <laughs> yeah, please, please do not. Um, well, I just, I'll just, I, we just won't play it. Um, anyway, we're going to get... Uh. It's, it, uh, we've we've been here for about two hours now dealing with uh, dealing with all types of issues. So it we're feels more like six. I, yeah. Uh, so we're just gonna get right to this, and we're gonna have Frank start with his recommendations for the week. All right, my recommendation this week is a little band from Canada called Ballot Burner. Uh, nice like a called a like cross punk with a little D beat. Let's uh, roll that. Right on. Here we go. That doesn't make you want to burn a building down. I don't know what will. <laughs> yeah, right the fuck it on. It makes me want to burn several buildings. The <laughs> vocals are fierce. Right? Like, yeah. Oh, it's... And it just... It's a... Uh, that EP was from... It's the only thing they have right now. It's a... Uh, forward into Extinction. Um, or Forward to Extinction. And that was back in 2015. Um, but... The whole the whole album carries out that way. I think the the longest song is like a little over two minutes. Just fast, aggressive, and in your face. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's my kind of shit, man. Um, I in Christ, we almost got an entire song out of that forty-five seconds. So. God damn right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this this is Chris we're talking about. What the fuck do you expect? Yeah, but. It's aggressive. I hadn't heard it until uh, until just now, other than the little bits of garbled digital nonsense <laughs> diarrhea that we got earlier. Uh, and I can't hear. I can't hear anything. That's because, true. Yeah. But we did. Like, are, <laughs> you actually sent me everything this time, though. 
Yes. Uh, well, everything was up on the on the Trello in time for me to send it to you, so we yeah. lucked out on that one. Yeah. Finally. So, uh, they're, uh, I know you posted the, the band camp up. Yes. Uh, let me just pull that back up real quick. All right. Uh, yeah. So it's just ballotburner.bandcamp.com. Yeah. Very, very simple. Yeah. As always, uh, no surprises there. Just good. It's good shit. Right on. So is that all you, that what you're bringing in for the week? That's what I'm, that's what I've been, uh, jamming out to the, throughout the week. Right on. Yeah. Um. I, I ended up cutting some of the shit that I was going to bring in because I didn't have enough time to really familiarize myself with it. So it's a little tough sometimes. I will say the only problem with that EP is my drive to work is like about a half hour. So less than halfway through my way of work, I'm like, oh, the album's done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate when that shit happens. Uh, right on. So we're going to move along to whatever it is that Mike's bringing in this week. Is it going by the list on the Trello? Yes. I mean, we can do whatever you want, though. I can I can see everything. Okay. Well, it's cool. Um, no, that's cool. I uh, All three bands are um, a little bit melodic and chaotic in hardcore. Melodic and chaotic. Yeah. Mm. There, was a lot, there was a lot of melodic hardcore. Yeah. This week. Yeah. It was a big, big dose of that. It's <laughs> a, a good thing. I mean, it it tends to happen sometimes, especially when Mike and I start texting shit to each other. <laughs> um, I know this this first one I ended up sending to you because I was like, dude, I just have too many bands to talk about, and this is right up your alley. It so. was. It was. It wasn't until today I, I listened to the whole thing thing front to back. Um. But from first glance, I was like, yeah. I mean, it's checking off all the boxes I like to get checked off. Right on. Uh, so what is this band called? Uh, this is not a game of who the fuck are you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's it's two sentences in their band name. Uh, two, two separate thoughts. This is not a game. Who the fuck are you? Uh, that's a whole goddamn thing. Uh, that's, that's, that's excessive. Uh, yeah, you know, it happens sometimes. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's what they do. That's that's cool. It's some really cool hardcore um, out of Sweden. You know, All right. They, they, they strayed away from the uh, black metal <laughs> mandatory. But this track is... Which one did I pick? I need to see oh, the Jesus. I picked... Uh, I'm going to assume that's called Quicksand. Yeah, um, fucking Bandcamp is horribly inconvenient for this. Because there's no way for me to fucking. That's alright. I just learned from the beginning. Dude, you got You got to just start keeping shit windowed yeah, before but, you before we start. Well, the the problem with Bandcamp is if you have multiple tracks up, you can't keep them at a uh, at a certain time point. It's weird. Oh. Okay. That's that's awful. Here we why, go. Why would they do? Hold that? on. Hold on. Hold on. We're rolling the clip now. Uh, okay. Alrighty. <laughs>
That made, Alrighty. That made me feel like 17 again. Yeah, I mean, it was like a little bit comeback kitty at times, but... It, 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 it definitely, um, the first band I thought of when I heard them was Modern Life is War. Yeah. Yeah. Because once I got through the uh, little um, uh, instrumental bit, which was cool as fuck, which was almost like sludgy, the next track, I think it was Kazakh, is almost like death metal-y. So, like, they... Yeah, I mean, they, they're they definitely drawing on more influences. Um, it's in the same way that I would compare, you know, like, them to La Dispute, to uh, any of those types of bands where you can you can hear where it all started, and they're definitely just adding to it. Yeah. Um, I, I have to I have to agree with the sentiment of uh, feeling like you're in high school again because this this band sounds like what a lot of bands in my hometown were trying to sound like. I believe that. Yeah, uh, fucking Northern California in the early 2000s. Uh, uh, Central California. Oh, Central. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. I I came from the Central Valley, so. Gotcha. Yeah, that when I when I was in high school. And I would say the first couple years I was in college, uh, that that's, that that post that melodic post hardcore sound, man, that was huge. Oh, especially was, in Cal, I can remember quite oh, a few Cali huge. bands. Yeah, Dude, you couldn't you couldn't go to a show in Central California for the longest time without seeing tons and tons of melodic hardcore post hardcore bands on the bill. I wouldn't be mad about that personally. I mean, it, I have rode it that just, shit for years. I mean, like hopes fall. It wasn't my style. That was all. I mean, yeah, that's understandable. I, I, I'm, I'm, the one, I'm the one weird kid who, who isn't really into melodic post-hardcore. So. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's 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 always a thing being a being a metalhead in a sea of hardcore kids. You know, yeah. you know what though? I was listening to Sheer Terror yesterday, so I can't. Really fucking a one of my favorite fucking bands ever Dude, uh just can't hate enough i can't believe it took me until like a month ago to find that album it's so good their 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 most recent album was still fucking killer uh standing up for falling I down i haven't heard it i'll have to check it out oh dude it's good uh it's, okay. a, it's a good one All right, I, I, I don't want to hold you up let's keep going yeah yeah so uh mike anything else to we kind of hijacked your conversation no you're good um but if you grew up, you're around our age, um, there's a good likelihood that this is the kind of shit that you grew up with. So, you know, show these guys some love. I think they were definitely awesome. And it's it's more varied than the little clip we got to show you. But Right on. Yeah. Um, up next was an act we got to see a few days ago. Yeah, a few days ago. That's right. <laughs> but um, uh, we're going to – we talked about these guys before. Vane. Um, yeah, yeah, we uh, we you know we sung them praise, but like I I think they're real damn good, and I'd like to to yeah. play a clip. So um, right. roll that beautiful bean footage. There we go. Please remember, you are dealing with a human form. Yeah. <laughs> 
Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. These kids are shredders. Like, I got to see them twice in maybe 30 days, and mm-hmm. fuck. I love that fucking breakdown towards the end of that clip. <sighs> They're on a different fucking level. Uh, actually, when we were uh, at the show, there was uh, a dude, Jake, that we were talking to in the crowd. And we said, Vane's coming on. And I'm wearing the Vane shirt. He's like, oh, he's like, I haven't heard them yet. Am I in for a treat? And I was like, uh, yeah. Yes, you are. <laughs> uh, Sam, any thoughts on Vane? Um, I honestly, <laughs> you guys sent me so many bands, I can't quite remember. Uh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. That's, that's all you good, man. Yeah. Sorry about that. I no, it's fine. I mean, I yeah, I sent you like I, I like four yesterday, and I think another like <laughs> five today. So it's I'm, all I'm good. I've also been I've been running around almost constantly since last night. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I did I did listen to everything, but yeah. Uh, what's what's this other? Uh, keep going, keep going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you guys got sorry. Keep, yeah. You're good, man. Uh, all right. So, yeah, you guys got to hear that. I mean, fuck, dude. Like, it's so fucking uh, it's just, just vicious and brutal, chaotic, hardcore. Mm-hmm. I love that shit so goddamn much. Um, and sometimes I do kind of want to go back on what I said again. It's like it is a little bit Danza esque. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's not even the most important part. The important thing is that they're killing it and. You know, they're still like easy to see. Yes. So, yeah, uh, they're I gonna mean, be they're going to be playing again soon. I have to find the flyer. Again. They've got like three EPs or demos out right now. Yes. So, I mean, give it a listen if you're a fan of Dillinger Number Twelve, uh, Converge. Um, yeah. Yeah. Dude. Definitely. I don't. I haven't listened to Magruder Grind, but is that something that applies? A little different. I mean, Magruder Grind is is very grindcore. Okay. Mm-hmm. Super grindcore. Oh. No, dude, Magruder Grind are straight up grind. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, that's kind of what I love about them. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I've I've never been able to decide whether or not I actually like Magruder Grind. Really? <laughs> I mean, I first heard him. I first heard him something like. Two, two or three years ago, and ever since then, I'm like, I don't know. I no <laughs> I, you know, I find that a lot with grindcore, just because it's such a fucking abrasive <laughs> style of music that I can only deal with so much at a time. Well, it's, I think it's I think it's more Magruder Grind's particular brand. Yeah, of grind. Like, I mean, I heard I heard like. Napalm. I heard like Napalm Death and Brutal Truth, and right off the bat, I was like, I like this. Right. This this is good shit. But something about Magruder Grind, just I don't know. I mean, maybe in like another five years, I'll come back and be like, I figured out what I liked about him or didn't like about him. Maybe it's a good time to ask. I'm sorry, you about to say something? I was gonna say, and as far as Grindcore is concerned, like when I was a little bit younger, I was kind of like, ah, I think this is just kind of asinine, and then like. The more and more I listen, it's like, I fucking love this. This is everything I want. I want a goddamn song under a minute and just slamming my face into the ground. And now you listen to Harsh Noise. Yep. <laughs> to, be, to, be, 
to be fair, a, a lot of grindcore is super asinine. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, do there's I? A lot, there's a lot of super ridiculous grindcore. Do I, I even have to? The point. Do I even have to mention anal cunt? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, like, you know what though? Picnic of Love is just like, it's just like a, it's just like a monument to to music. It really is. They, they... I mean. I respect your feelings as a woman as, and as a human being, and like, <laughs> I'm not that kind. Sorry, I'm not that kind of boy. It's classic stuff. It, it it's so funny. It's it, I, I'll yeah, I'll I'll never get over anal cunt. That shit still makes me laugh. God, they suck so much. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> as far as apparently Seth Putnam was like the biggest asshole too. Does like, that does that surprise no you? Nice, yeah, no one has a nice thing to say about the guy. <laughs> I can kind of see why. Yeah. Oh, well. Now, dick vomit, on the other hand. No, I did have a quick question. Um, is anybody familiar with the band Ensign? No. Ensign? Yeah. Ensign? En- Ensign? Spell that? Not, not familiar. E-N-S-I-G-N? Oh, Ensign. Yeah. The hardcore band from New Jersey. From a long time ago. Yeah. Because I used to play Magic, you know, and when I, there was dudes at the tournament, you know, dudes at the shows and stuff, that that was like a popular thing for a while. Is that is that something to go back? Ensign? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That was the band that, um, it's the band, I, I don't remember, we, I think we were talking at this point, we may have been doing the podcast. That was um, the one that they held uh, Nate Fest for. He's the one of the dudes from Ensign. He had cancer. Oh wow! Put on a huge two-day festival. They're That's what actually that was, he was in Ensign. Yeah, um, as well as a couple other bands, but they're they're going to be playing the upcoming um, the upcoming tribute show to uh, to Dave from uh, Vision, another classic NJ hardcore band. Um, NJ like Madball, Snapcase, that kind of thing, or. A uh, little different. This was more like mid to late nineties. Okay. Um, I just I'll just check. Go, I'll check yeah, it out. Yeah, I'll check it out. Definitely look into that fest too. I know I'm. I already know I'm going. The tickets are twenty five bucks. It's up in Asbury. It's when gonna be it? fucking killer. Uh, I think April second. Okay, that's far enough away. Yeah, and for twenty five bucks in the band you're getting Sheer Terror is playing, so I strongly recommend seeing them. Oh yeah. I, I wouldn't mind seeing Sheer Terror. Dude, Paulie is the funniest front man of all time. Is he like Billy Milano level funny? He's that dude, that he, dude was a funny fuck. He's a he's an old school New Yorker who fucking just like, like what Frank Mullen from Suffocation. Like, dude, when when they when they played when they played fucking Nate Fest, they're playing the the whole thing. All the proceeds were going to Nate Gluck from Ensign, and he's up there like, I, he just he he has like goddamn comedy routines essentially. Uh, I, I I can't even just when you get a chance, look into uh, YouTube sheer terror stage banter, and you'll all right. It's the funniest shit ever. He's awesome. <laughs> Paulie does not give a fuck. All right, I'll look into it. So anyway, uh, shall we continue on? Sure. Last pick, uh, still within the realms of melodic hardcore, I would say. Surprise. Yeah, right. Um, Is a band called Old Soul. 
and this will be off the album Blue Heron. That reminds me very specifically of something, and I can't put my finger on it. <laughs> the musicianship caught me first, and it also harkens back to a day when we were younger. <laughs> Listening through this album, it was just like, I mean, there were blast beats happening at times. I mean, it was a, a mixture of a lot of stuff, but it reminds me of that whole, like, early 2000 post hardcore type yeah i'm loving that we we've kind of accidentally stumbled upon a resurgence in this uh in this style it's good stuff too i mean like you could totally tell like the you know i mean early post hardcore was real hit or miss <laughs> well i mean that depends on your definition early early post hardcore uh, oh, okay. so like originally definitely... was like Fugazi and Dag Nasty, um, early 2000s, Rites of Spring. Yeah, uh, th- I mean that shit was all like late 80s, early 90s. Okay. So uh, post hardcore was kind of the the term was kind of co opted by Jeff Rickley for that whole sound. <laughs> he just Thursday? decided, uh, yeah. Okay. He just kind of decided we're gonna call this post hardcore, uh, even though it doesn't sound anything like the post hardcore. Not that even came like what it. we call post hardcore now, the misnomer. Like. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's not incorrect because it is uh, akin to hardcore, but definitely a, kind of a a change. It branches off, so I don't feel uncomfortable calling it post-hardcore. It just kind of is what it is now, but there are, like, almost two separate post-hardcores. Yeah. Jesus Christ, these genres. Oh, I know, I know. But I've also, especially doing this podcast and the YouTube show, have come to really appreciate the need for all the subgenres, whereas before I was kind of like, what, do we need to go that deep with it? And it's like, yes. Yeah, we there, actually there do. There are differences. There are. You, uh, you did one thing right in that you just you, you described this podcast in the very catch-all terms of this is a metal and a hardcore podcast. So it, it gives you a certain amount of liberty to just say, hey, we're going to delve into every possible offshoot of both of these catch-all genres that we can. Oh, absolutely. And nobody, and nobody can give you shit for it. No, absolutely. And, and it's uh, I know I was... I had the conversation with you before where part of, you know, uh, obviously our main thing is trying to get uh, support for these bands. But beyond that is also kind of trying to uh, just totally stomp out purism because like I still meet people who 
who listen to metal who won't give hardcore a chance and vice versa and it's like do you realize how much the two have influenced each other mm-hmm. oh yeah i uh, mean these are the same these are the same kind of people who will wear dri shirts and not even stop and think about that for a second like dri have always been kind of very much you know they've had their, their they've had their feet in both both scenes and i'm like dude what what are you doing oh that's the whole the whole crossover movement was yeah. hardcore bands that got bored and started incorporating metal uh See, okay. can, can i be totally honest sure uh, about my whole view on that uh look i'm phil you know this more than anyone else uh i am mostly a heavy metal guy right i've been since i was a kid uh, since i was like 14 or 15 and i mean i would say i'm not really into post-hardcore i've never heard any bands that really caught me and made me think you know this is something i want to pursue and listen to more of right although i mean i can hear bands and think you know hey these guys have incredible musicianship actually there's a band coming up that i very much thought that about but i mean i i also started to hear like a lot of um straight up hardcore like um fucking sheer terror like we were talking about yeah they were they were super early yeah and like i mentioned the other week when i was with you uh despise you i found bands like negative approach and i'm like oh this this is really fucking cool these guys are a little more metallic and they've got kind of a harder edge than most post-hardcore bands do i don't know I, i get the feeling that i just I mean, I've branched out. It's just I, I just get the feeling that post-hardcore is probably never going to be my thing. Ah, there's nothing wrong with that, yeah. you know. Uh, I'm not trying to force every genre down people's throats. It's oh, more of like yeah. uh, if you're if you're one of those weird black metal purists who will strictly listen to Norwegian black metal and won't try <laughs> oh, anything else, like that's what dude, I'm trying fuck, to do away with. Fucking fuck those fuck those people. They've never heard anything that comes out of France or Finland. They're oh. the fucking they're the fucking kings of black metal. Yeah, really. Right now, like, everyone's like fucking mayhem, bro. I'm like fuck you. So Cel- like celestial bloodshed. That's a good Norwegian band. But I mean, even like just trolling around on Bandcamp right now. I mean, I can't, I can't go five minutes without finding a new uh, Finnish, you know, or Spanish even, you know, black metal act. New like mm-hmm. just every direction. I'm, tell- I'm telling you, dude, you gotta go to France. France, like they're some of their black metal is fucking incredible. Oh like, yeah. Some of, it, some of it is like, for me, was like there are a couple of bands from France I heard that were like life changing. For me, uh, most of which I'll probably bring in on this show at some point. Something that's uh, kind of been shocking me is the uh, some of the black metal from like the South and the United States is insane. Yeah, it's real weird. It's just it's real weird up. that that's black a metal thing. is is real strong right now. <laughs> God, the only the only USBM bands I can think of like off the top of my head are like uh, Manticore. Uh, Royal Arch Blaspheme, they're pretty cool. Mm. Uh, there's, I'm forgetting a couple others. I, I liked early Wolves in the Throne Room. I just think they started getting really repetitive. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's actually, you know, there's a lot of bands coming out of Canada, right? Yes. Like, yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. When you go back to, like, you know, Blasphemy and all those, like, the millions and millions of bands that copied Blasphemy. Yeah. Uh, Actually, the 
I was saying that the band I covered earlier today was from Canada. Holy Grinder from oh, yeah. a few weeks ago was Canada. Yeah. Like Canada's fucking killing it. Every everybody's killing it right yeah. now. Yeah. We, we had that. On my wall. <laughs> we had that. <laughs> so um, I know what you're talking about. What was it? Uh, it was a video we were doing with the. Um, it's not. It wasn't China. What's um, uh, the island? There was a, a band, the heavy metal band we covered from. Oh, that Taiwan. super fucking political one. Yeah, and then fuck, that guy who got elected. The, the, he got elected to office. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, fuck, man, we're gonna have to go back and find yeah. that was that was. Man, I think oh, that's when we were still doing YouTube yeah, videos we, uh, we in your old get, apartment. We didn't even get to talk about uh, uh, eat. Oh, shit, it's um, like eat a train. Ito Train, it's like, uh, shit, it's a Japanese anime soundtrack redone as a death metal CD, and it rules. It's, um, dehumanizing Ito Train worship or something like that. It just ha- It just happened, like, three weeks ago. They just dropped it. It totally rules. It came out of nowhere. Like, uh, okay. Everybody's uh, doing so much cool shit. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of, of, of weird shit um the next band uh that was all of yours right yep okay um i only brought in two this week i originally had more and then shit happened um we had an interesting discussion about that yes that was one of them uh there was another band that i sent to you that i'm not getting to this week uh i don't think i don't think we're really missing a whole lot yeah well i just I didn't have enough time to really give it a fair shake, and plus you've got three, so I don't yeah. want to run this too long. But um, blame, blame me, right? <laughs> no, 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 not at all, man. Dude, I, I'm, I'm fucking, uh, I'm pretty amped for your choices, actually. But I feel good about them. So the the first band that I'm bringing in, um, this is one of the bands that was sent to us by our buddy Vlad. Oh shit! Yeah, nice. Um, I've been digging around through some of that. Uh, this shit really <laughs> caught me off guard. I had no idea this was gonna happen. I just threw the album on. And I was like, "Oh, wait, wait, wait what is this? Um, <laughs> this is gonna." I'm going a little bit longer because we've been given express permission from their promoter to use whatever yeah. and i can't we're i'm gonna do a minute on this one because anything less than that and you would not get the full scope of what's occurring uh you still won't even with this but it'll at least give you enough of it uh this band is called acrania uh the album's called fearless and this is a clip of their track uh hypocritical conflict so i'm gonna roll that now <laughs>
All right. I know what it is. It is freeform grinding ska jazz. It's it's literally Latin jazz and thrash, and it's it's the strangest fucking thing. I I, I dig it. I kind of dig it. <laughs> it's the it, it, well, and yeah, I uh, I sent this to to Sam and Mike almost immediately because I was like, I have to, I have to fucking, I have to talk to someone about this. <laughs> really? Um, I wanted to, I wanted at least one reaction live, uh, because that was exactly what the fuck happened to me. I started with the first track, and I'm at first I'm like, all right, this is cool. I like, you know, let's see where it goes. And all of a sudden, fucking there's horns. a fucking horn build up. And I was like, what? Like a full brass section. Full. <laughs> I was like, wait, what the fuck? And next thing I know, there's Latin percussion going on uh, in the yeah. background. I, I was, was like, so skeptical when you sent me the link. I'm like, this now. And then I listened to maybe the, like, 70% of the album. And I was like, okay, yes. It's very yes. There, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to say it hits 100% of the time. No. But, um, it, it hits a good amount of the time. And when it does, holy shit. Um, it, it's not it's not a, a once a month kind of album for me. It's like, it's like a once every six months kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> also, by the way, I'm, I'm glad I'm getting so many sick shots of you guys blowing huge veins. <laughs> <laughs> can't see it but phil and the rest of the guys are blowing some sick <laughs> anyway um yeah. uh. what what surprised me the most is like it's not it, they didn't just like switch off between the two genres uh themselves they they actually wove them together yeah yeah mm -hmm. what's a almost seamless and like phil said it doesn't hit all the time there are a couple of points where i thought uh that didn't really work but you know what it's it's a really cool idea and they're excellent musicians oh my yes. god dude there's there's a uh there's a video of them live playing the the first track from this like they they put separate cameras on all of them it is mind-blowing those dudes oh, are i believe it unfucking believable if, if this band came to my area, I would absolutely go see them. Oh, fuck I yes. I would not miss that I mean, show. Do you think they were, like, sitting there, like, touring, like, oh, we really love playing, you know, Latin music with horns and all that, but we really like metal. What are we going to do? Dude, well, let's just combine them. It's like, uh, really, the second track doesn't land for me on any any level, really, but otherwise, when I hear, like, the Latin drum beats with, like, the bongos and shit, with like a thrash section or something like that, it just works so fucking well. Yeah. Um. So you can find these guys at uh, acraniaofficial.bandcamp.com. Acrania is A C R A N I A. Uh, don't be thrown off by the fact that it says their album's a hundred dollars. It's a hundred dollars Mexican. It's like four sixty five American. <laughs> so. Um, that, that, that exchange that, rate that, that, caught, that caught me off guard when I first when you first sent me the link. I, <laughs> no, I, I saw the price. I'm like a hundred fucking dollars. Then I'm like, oh wait, no, it's a hundred dollars Mexican, and I felt stupid. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's important. Yeah, but it's it's definitely definitely check these guys out, even if it ends up not being your thing, which. Um, I, I, I can't imagine anyone like regretting listening to this. No. Because even if you don't, even if you don't care for it, you sh I think everyone should come out of this thinking that was really <laughs> at least really interesting. Yeah, there. It, it, you know, it, it, at the very least, it's uh, it, it. 
it's sometimes tough when you're when you're talking metal to think of like where the fuck are we gonna go with this next it, 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 there are times when it feels like everything's been fucking done and then some motherfuckers do this shit and it's like ow oh, oh we 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 still have things to reach for so yeah. um it's cool personally i like it enough that i'll it'll probably be played somewhat uh regularly for me um yeah i mean they also <laughs> like i think they have like four other albums so i really want to hear what it sounded like developing into this sound it could be really Listen, interesting it's perfect yeah, for those they've got a fair amount of material it's perfect for those moments when you want to picture Johnny Quest going to Mar a Largo to uh, see Behemoth. <laughs> what? what the fuck? That's, that's what I picture. Johnny Quest. Um, wow. Get, write, write that down. I did. He did. Okay. Thank God. Um, that's why I gave him the finger. Ah, oh, perfect. There we go. Episode title. Um, yeah, so acraniaofficial.bandcamp.com. Go fucking listen to this. It's so cool. It's so weird. I really want to see them. So I hope uh, I hope they make make it into the States at some point, because that'd be fucking killer. From the pit goes to Latin. <laughs> anyway, uh, the next band I wanted to talk about is... Uh, well, it's interesting. Both of, both of my picks this week have have something kind of weird about them um this band is called necrolytic goat converter that's awesome it's uh <laughs> it's thank a you, thank you for i want to start by saying thank you for sending me this i'm so glad you did uh, it, it's <laughs> it's so good um i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and and try to get this set up because it's another band camp one i Unfortunately, Necrolytic Goat Converter was nowhere to be found on YouTube. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I know. Surprise, right? So, like, I thought that'd be like a trending sort of thing. <laughs> so, I'm gonna set this up real quick and roll this track. So, Frank, yeah, are you excited to talk? Uh, I'm, I'm good. Hold on. Okay, so that is Throne of Cold by Necrolytic Goat Converter. Uh, like I said, it's a it's a one man act. Uh, apparently, oh, wow. it started out as a uh, it started out as a joke when he decided to try and crowdsource a black metal band name, <laughs> uh, and it turned into an actual thing. Um, the, <laughs> I love the fucking. The dude's got a really good sense of humor. Uh, there are uh, some of my favorite black metal song titles ever, uh, such as 
the smell of death, and then in parentheses, curdled milk. <laughs> and uh, another one that I thought was wonderful was, man, this throne is dark. <laughs> uh so just just really fun clever shit uh on top of the fact that it's really solid fucking black metal uh there's at the end of one of his tracks it's called withdrawn and it's very much that sort of emo black metal if you okay. will at the very end he put in parentheses repeat chorus dress in black read poetry sulk <laughs> that's just hidden in the lyrics Sulk. Yeah. So necrolytic that's goat. Wanna, that's what I want to do when I listen to my black metal is I just want to sit around and sulk. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, it's a it's a it's weird. And it's cool. Um you can find them at necrogoatconverter.bandcamp.com. Or I should say find him. Uh dude doesn't even have like a Facebook page or anything for for the band. <laughs> So, just hop on Bandcamp and check that out. Um, I'm, I, have, I'm, I have to say, as far as like bands having senses of humor, uh, Bastard Hammer still kills me with... I don't know if it still is up, but they used to on their Facebook have a link for it's like, oh, click here for merch. And you click there, and it took you to a site that sold dildos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, Sam, any any thoughts on uh, Necrolytic Goat Converter? <laughs> um, not a whole lot that you haven't said already. Uh, like you said, I mean, when I saw the song titles, I laughed. You know, it, it was funny <laughs> shit. Like, I laughed a lot at the guy's descriptions and everything. But I was actually a little bit surprised when I heard solid black metal. I mean, the guy the guy is not untalented. I actually liked his music. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of having an internal debate on whether I would pay for it. I think I might. Like, I think if if the mood strikes me, I may, might be like, you know, yeah, I think I'll I think I'll buy this guy's album. But yeah, I mean, it's it's solid stuff. Yeah, I mean, I know that's always that's always a thing, especially when you're working with a tight budget. I, uh, oh, I definitely yeah, because yeah, there. You're talking to the guy who knows all about tight budgets. Oh, you and me both, man. But, you know, it, it's it, Bandcamp is dangerous because I get on there and I'm like, oh, I, I want this and I want this and I want to support that and I want to support that and I want to buy this thing. And... Dude, when you're, <laughs> that's, how, that's, how I, that's how I am on eBay. Like, I can't look at, like, used death metal CDs too long because I'll be like, oh, I could just blow every penny I have left right now. It's, and I'd feel terrible, but at the same time, I wouldn't. <laughs> it's that moment where you're like, oh, well, it's only like $5, but when you do that multiple times, you're like, ah, shit. <laughs> I just realized it was crucial for me to clarify what uh, fucking old soul. Uh, oh, yeah. Because there's like seven. Yeah, I'd imagine. Um, and they're not all bad, but I, I didn't want to get confusing and add a bunch. True. So let me hit that link real quick. They are uh, they are oldsoulband.bandcamp.com. Mm. That means that they are probably the second one. Probably. Also Michigan, so that's a double failsafe. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, there you go. You shouldn't have a hard time finding them. Uh, so at this point, we are going to move on to Sam's recommendations, uh, <laughs> which I am 
very oh. excited about. Uh, oh, I'm, boy. I'm assuming... Oh. I'm assuming you remember uh, you remember the three of them. So, uh, however, however you want to do this, if you want to intro it and we can roll the track, or if you want to talk about it first, doesn't um, matter. Well, there, there's only one band that I kind of think requires a little bit of a story to understand, like where they came from. And I'm going to start off with a band from Russia. Uh, Phil, Phil knows he's excited. Yes. Uh, so here's the thing. We're, we're going old school. I mean, this is an album that came out in 1992. Almost no one knew about it for over a decade. And it, it kind of just surfaced. It seemed to almost to just surface one day, like five or six years ago when I was in college. And the band is from, uh, I believe, uh, Volgodonsk, Russia. They're called Aspid, and they released one album, nothing more, uh, and it translates to extravasation. I'm not even going to try and uh, read the Russian name because I guarantee you I'll butcher it. But they kind of just disappeared into the ether after recording it because when it came out, the the Soviet Union had just fallen a couple of years before, and I imagine that didn't really help. Uh, apparently, a lot of bands, there were, there were just a bunch of bands in the late 80s and early 90s who kind of just vanished because everything was so chaotic after the fall of the Soviet Union. I can but imagine. Luckily, huh. Yeah. Lu- uh, oh, it was, it was probably fucking chaos. Yeah. So luckily, uh, I believe there was, I believe there's a company called Stigmarter records who found this buried gem, like this diamond in the rough of an album and re-released it because prior to this, it was only ever available on like, a hundred or so vinyls and like a couple of really low quality tapes. I did actually see years ago, one vinyl copy that was used and it was starting at like $400. Oh my God. No. I'd kill to oh. own one of those. I would oh, kill dude, to own I, one of them. I would stab someone in the neck. And <laughs> I don't even, I don't even buy vinyl. But, <laughs> see, I'm a, I'm a vinyl nut, but yeah, oh, dude, I can't, I, I'm, I'm a CD guy through and through. Fair enough. My phys- Oh, you should see my collection. It's nuts. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm going to stop gabbing. And the fir- the song I chose is called Hey You. So, yeah, I hope you like Technical Thrash because it's the ultimate example of that. Right on. And we're going to roll that right now. Okay. That holy shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> kind of holy fucking shit. It a little bit reminds me of Death Blow. Yeah. Of, of who? The, uh, it's actually a thrash band I covered uh, months ago. Um, who might have gotten their inspiration from? Uh, yeah, I could certainly see that. Um, 
Yeah, these guys were definitely a lot of people compare them to like a Sadus and Watchtower and Morbid Saint, and I think that's accurate. But honestly, man, like I don't know something about Aspid, man. They're just they're just in a league of their own. Well, it's, and it's like you said before. I mean, it's comparable to all of those bands, uh, and you know we're only doing forty five second clips. Um, but if you really listen through that album, like, yeah, dude, these guys could fucking run circles around even a lot of the the, the more impressive modern bands. Um, oh, totally. Dudes are I mean, fucking nuts. See, it, it's it's the they they're one of those rare bands that found the perfect medium between um, uh, technical prowess and you know songs that you actually enjoy listening to, and you can actually that actually make you want to get up and fucking start a pit. Yeah, they didn't pull an Ingve Malmsteen. <laughs> no, dude. I mean, they, they, like, I, I it just it's so hard for a thirty second clip to do this band justice because, I mean, you know how some people will ask you if like, oh, if you got stranded on a desert island and could only take ten albums, you know, which would you choose? This would be like in the top two, for me. I mean, yeah, I'm, that's fair. To this day, like I, I can, I can listen to it any time, and just be like, "What the fuck? Like, what? Like, why were these guys not huge? Why were these guys not like the biggest thing in Eastern heavy metal when they they absolutely should have been?" Yeah, man. Um, for 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 everyone listening and you guys, this this recommendation is like the reason that Sam and I started talking outside of the group that we're both a part of. Oh, that's um, right. That's right. Because there was a metal thread, and you're like, hey, did you guys know about this crazy shit? Uh, <laughs> um, amongst all the, all the like, the, the Lamb of God and the All Shall Perish recommendations. <laughs> those, like, yeah. like, I gotta step in. Like, I'm, I'm not knocking those, but that's like, you know, no, you no. barely scratching the surface sort of shit. You posted oh, this, and I posted fucking, I think, Autopsy, and we were like, uh... Yeah, you posted something off of Severed Survival. Yeah. Yeah, holy shit, man. Um, yeah. Incredible. Fucking Aspid Extravasation. Uh, yeah, so just anyone out there, if you can find... Uh, if you can find a copy of the Stigmarta Records re-release of this album, buy it. I mean, if you have enough disposable income to where you can actually locate an original vinyl or shitty tape and buy that, more power to you. But more than likely, you're going to have to be stuck with either like a torrent or YouTube because this album is almost impossible to track down. But if you do, it's totally worth it. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, just beyond that, just go find it. Uh, find find the YouTube video. If you just type in Aspid, A-S-P-I-D, and start typing extra, the rest of it will autofill because it is searched yeah. enough. Um, so it's easy enough to find. Absolutely check this fucking album out. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't, guys, don't pass this up. It is too fucking good to pass up. Right the fuck Okay, so on. am I moving on? Uh, if if you yeah whenever you're uh, good to do that okay so uh, all right I'll will stop jerking off uh, <laughs> so we're gonna move on uh, to continue with the trend of Canadian bands we're gonna be talking about a band out of Quebec uh, called Cathilist at least I think that's how it's pronounced uh, and, these goddamn French yeah, names 
yeah, like I'm not even going to try to pronounce the name of the album because anybody anybody who speaks um, is it is it Quebecois they speak up there? Yeah, I think it's Quebecois. Um, like I'm not even going to do it because I'm afraid I'll piss off anyone who speaks the language. <laughs> it is. Uh, they we're actually coming back to the present. They released this last year, and it was one of my favorite albums to come out last year, actually. And if I could describe it, it's like, I mean, a lot of people compare them to Demolik, uh, like who recorded like Nesbeth, which is a classic underground death metal album. Um, go listen to that, by the way. Uh, a lot of people compare them to Demolik, which I can see, but I also see a lot of uh, influence from early Incantation, like Onward to Golgotha, stuff like that. I think it's a pretty even mix. They don't quite have the, they don't have quite the same level of crazy technicality. I don't think that um, Demolik do, but there's there's enough in there to where you start listening it, listening to it for twenty minutes, and you think, wow, these guys really like Demolik. That's fair. So, and the album, the album, uh, the song that I chose, anyway, uh, is called Void Spawn. It's pretty metal. All right, we're gonna roll a clip of that now. Do it. There was that. <laughs> yeah, there was that. <laughs> but yeah, to like to be uh to the to the the people out there who've actually heard demo, like yeah, you probably heard it, even though it was what thirty seconds. And again, forty five. Okay. Well, again, it's kind of hard to do some of these bands justice. Yes. In just thirty seconds. I mean, I'm looking at the track listing to jog my memory here. The shortest song on this album is the intro, and it's just a th- it's three minutes and fifteen <laughs> seconds. And I think after that, the shortest song is six twenty nine. I mean, the ending track is thirteen and a half minutes long. Yeah, I listened oh. through that whole thing. Is uh, it instrumental? Yeah, the whole album is is an hour long. So, you know, make sure you got some time to kick back with a cigar and a glass of scotch. Yeah, you want to get the full. <laughs> If you want to get the full Cthulhuist or Cthulhuist, fuck, I don't, whatever. I'm, I'm uh, going to do listeners a favor and spell that out right now. It's uh, C-H- yeah, please do. It's C-H-T-H-E uh, apostrophe I-L-I-S-T. Uh, and you can find them. They don't have their own Bandcamp, but you can go to Profound Lore Records band, dot bandcamp.com and find them. Uh, so yeah, that go, should help. Go check it out. It's like it's good. Like uh, I mean, they've got like like I've been saying all along. They've got that 
they've got that demolic incantation sound, but you know, at the same time, they just they sound like Cathillist too. Yeah, they, there's definitely something distinct about them. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, I'd kill to see them live. I mean, I really hope they come through Oregon at some point. Oh yeah, and if anyone who's listening doesn't know, um, the rest of the guys are in New Jersey. I'm in Oregon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna move along because we've definitely been uh, it's been a it's been a long night, so we're gonna try to keep this train yeah. rolling. So you got one let's, more, let's, let's wind it up. which uh, I do have one more. I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. Um, they're a they're a horror themed metal punk grind band out of uh, I believe Philadelphia. Yes, yeah, I noticed uh, that they're local yeah, boys. The, um, yeah, the guitar player, Zach, is a buddy of mine. I talked to him on Facebook. Uh, sadly, they're on hiatus right now because they lost their drummer. I can't remember what happened. Um, so hopefully, one, because they're, they're too good to just vanish into the ether. Well, luckily, and, uh, um, luckily Philly is chock full of metal musicians. Yeah, They're I fucking just, everywhere. I hope they find another one because these guys are fucking awesome. So... I chose a song off of their EP, Human Hive. It's called Sickening Corpses. So, Phil, why don't you just go ahead and fucking roll it? Right on. They're all messed up. That's grindcore, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's actually uh, like I, I almost I was almost tempted to to choose their cover of uh, Boneyard by Impetigo because uh, Impetigo wrote an album called Horror of the Zombies, which is like one of my favorite grind albums ever. But I kind of I kind of wanted to show off some of their original material. But yeah, man. I mean, if you're just like sick rough crazy fun uh metal punk grind man go, go check castle freak out and hope to fuck that they get a new drummer i i certainly hope so uh I, who knows maybe they can snatch up the guy who just quit vector yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i forgot they got a new drummer huh oh vector uh everyone but the everyone but the founding member quit Really? Yeah, but uh, he, he, which is amazing, which is like mind blowing because they just dropped Terminal Redux last year, which is like, which is a fucking good album. Uh, yeah, it was it was my pick for album of the year last year. Like it's it's, I thought it was a pretty big one, but um, yeah, he said they're gonna keep going. He's always been the one to write pretty much everything. So, you know, yeah, I, I don't think so we've seen the end of Vector. To- no, I, I wouldn't think so. But uh, so yeah, that's that's it for me. I'm glad I could get all those bands out there. They all deserve it. Oh fuck yeah, man! Um, 
we say it every week, but you know, I, I know we threw a lot at everyone, but uh, definitely check every single one of these bands out. They they all bring something different to the table. Any anyone who's as devoted as we are isn't going to care. They're going to go through all these bands and they're just going to immerse themselves. <laughs> it's a nice beer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're gonna get to the. Uh, we're we're gonna speed through this now, because uh, it's it's just it's late and it's all kind yeah, of we're, crazy. We're, mm-hmm. we're pushing it. Everything's been a little bit bonkers, but uh, we're not gonna we're not gonna totally skip a segment. We oh, just hell uh, no. we just might be cutting it shortly after this segment. Uh, I'm still gonna crack another one. All right. Stop here. Okay. So, uh, for the Brutal Brews segment this week, I have chosen Anti-Simex. Uh, yeah. They're a fairly early yeah. um, crust uh, D-beat punk band from Sweden. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scandinavian Jawbreaker. Oh, that's another great album. But uh, this particular track is off of, well, it's actually the intro track from uh, Absolute Country of Sweden. So I'm going to roll this clip real quick just to give uh, everyone an idea. And hopefully, I forgot to preload this, so hopefully we don't get hit with a YouTube ad. Let's find out. So that is anti-Simex. Good choice. Uh, I, I think that that particular track gives you a fairly good idea of how they sound. Um, like, uh, if I didn't know what punk was, I'd definitely go, well, that's it. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's, that's definitely one of the things I lean towards when talking about what I think punk should be. Um, but, you know, everyone has different opinions on that. Uh, like I said, not too hard to to kind of wrap up. It's 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 crusty hardcore D beat shit from Sweden from mm-hmm. the nineties. Uh, it's awesome and it definitely embodies that whole sound and that scene. Um, for anyone who's not familiar with it, they're a good step off point. The I'm only mar- I'm only marginally familiar okay. with like some of the Swedish D beat crust, but the stuff I do know is fucking great. Yeah, it was such a, a cool fucking movement. Um, I hope to hear more shit like that at some point. But have you uh, have you heard Driller Killer? Oh fuck yeah! Oh dude, I've got four Driller Killer full lengths on my shelf right now. <laughs> yeah, Driller Killer is great. Oh, they're fucking amazing. I love that band so much. But to. Uh... To complement this album, I wanted to choose something that was aggressive, uh, definitely fits its style, but has uh, 
interesting hints to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this week, the beer we are pairing is Elysian's The Immortal IPA. Very nice. Yeah. Um, I, can't, I feel like I kind of already said everything kind of quickly. Um, <laughs> but it's it's definitely, it's a really nicely balanced IPA. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, it, it's citrusy, definitely high on the uh, the floral notes. A solid six point three percent. You know, it's yes. uh, it's not the most aggressive beer we've ever done, but it's not wimpy either, which is no. nice. Oh, it, uh, Mike's trying to take a picture of it for the Instagram. We are on Instagram. That, yes, we that's are. A, that's a thing we always forget to do is is plug all of that shit. But uh, anyway, um. Fuck it. I'm I'm gonna wrap it up real quick. Listen to uh Absolute Country of Sweden by Anti Simex. Drink some fucking Elysian, the immortal IPA. Frank, you have anything to add to it? Uh no, pretty much as far as the album goes, no, it is just it is fucking solid punk. Something else uh I really dig about it, it's it's not your normal, you know, two minute Puck songs like they've nah. got like five minute six minute songs on there like, yeah which is insane <laughs> yeah it's definitely uh different uh anyway um we should probably we should probably talk about that show real quick yes <laughs> it should yes um so on last saturday me and me and mike went to a show at the uh first unitarian basement Oh man, you mean second home? Yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah, Sam, I know you're obviously not familiar. There's a um there's a church in Philly where they've been hosting um shows for Christ, it must be years, yeah, say. over twenty years now. Um and it's literally just a church basement and I've seen everything from fucking municipal waste to toxic holocaust there uh it's pretty wild so it's a it's a it's a landmark in our scene over here actually um quick quick trivia there actually used to be a place uh in my hometown of modesto california (laughs) of uh um that used uh, it's not it's not around anymore it's it's long since uh stopped operating it was an actual church like you said, and they just called it the rock church, which is the most creative name they possibly could have chosen. (laughs) Um, yeah, real, uh, real thinkers over there. But, uh, yeah, actually the trivia is that my, my buddy who plays in the band Hatriot, which is one of the first bands I ever brought in here, his first band, uh, when they were, when they were still around, they used to play at that church all the time. And actually I believe the first place I ever saw them, was at that old church, so I kind of I kind of know what you're talking about. Okay, we did, have we did have something similar here. Well, that's awesome. But um, okay, keep going. Frank and Mike went to an absolutely insane show on Saturday. Fuck yeah, we did. Um, so first of all, we went to get. Well, I know I went to get tickets the night before, and it was like advanced tickets are sold out. Yeah, remember that moment maybe two weeks ago on our last episode when I was like, I'm gonna count on them not selling out. Yeah, because we're fucking stupid. <laughs> um, they sold out. Yeah. So there, we got to the show an hour before doors open to make sure, like, 
we're good. Yeah. Um, I heard another kid that said he was there since three or four thirty. Jesus Christ! Yes. Like, and he and okay, so it ends up we're all standing around until actual six thirty doors, and Joe comes up and starts uh, making the group into a single file line, which sucks, but makes sense because we were on the outer periphery and like us and the kid that's been there since four thirty made it to the ladder like. 70% marker. Right. So we're all like, fuck. Yeah, we're not getting tickets. I was like, you want to just leave? <laughs> like, fuck waiting in line to hear no. Um, but I was like, no, we waited this long. We're just going to wait and fuck it. So. So we're waiting in line and we see them like peep, some people just walking in, some people paying for tickets as they walk in. Mm-hmm. And we're like, all right, let's just hope they don't run out. Which, I don't know how they were keeping track of things, because once it got to, like, us, it was like, I need to buy tickets. And the dude was like, yeah, 15. Like, <laughs> all right. It seems like they just let everyone in. It seems like it, because, I mean, I saw people at the end of the line end up filing in. And the, and the ch- I've never seen the church that crammed. Yeah. Like, when... Um, when it, you know, when bands started playing after the first, like, hour, you know... You couldn't really move. So, um, so what else that was kind of awesome? I was like chit chatting <clears throat> with some people that I was in line with. They already had their tickets, and so I get in. Uh, me and my sister turn and then like they walk by and they're like, "Yes, you made it in." It was like, "Yes, yeah." Uh, it's always good, like that, like that community. Yeah, like, yeah, dude. And I fucked up again. God, I don't know how to get around this, but I brought like jackets <laughs> like a fool like a bunch of jackets you, you i just... took the jackets off this time so it wasn't like no when i got inside so like you... everything was fine but i just wasn't comfortable the whole night you just have to you, them. you really have to suffer the cold for the walk there and you know no more than a hoodie you can't yeah. do more than a hoodie otherwise you're really screwed yeah because that, that church basement gets hot phil like i had the two jackets off and one was like a winter jacket like a big old coat <sighs> then that was i a bought mistake. then i bought i had the beanie off in a pocket that i brought i bought a beanie and then i bought a hoodie <laughs> so i'm just sitting there with a bundle of shit just like yeah i like i like hardcore music Man, you fucked up i sure did i sure fucking did there have been times there have been times with certain shows where i've gone like completely underdressed for the cold weather simply because i was like you i know i'm there. buying a hoodie i know i'm buying I, a hoodie i gotta think you know, a I, little I more do that by default i never wear anything more like my my attire at shows consists like like ubiquitously of jeans t-shirt and vest and that's it i never go any more than that even if it's fucking freezing outside because i know once i get in there and once i actually get into the pit it's going to be fucking boiling yeah and it always it always is without fail it's hot as fuck so uh oh uh, yeah you, you fucked up <laughs> so uh first band up was vane who we talked about earlier yeah you guys and, heard a sample of that which was fucking awesome they killed it what I also have to say, which was awesome, is now sometimes when you go to a show and the first band plays and like everyone's kind of like warming up. Yeah. No. <laughs> Vane started playing and everyone went fucking nuts. Yeah. Like, right away. Fucking awesome. <sighs> Those uh, shredders. Um. 
I was I wasn't crazy about Trail of Lies. They well, were wasn't my cup of tea. I yeah. would say. Well, I, so I'm not familiar. Uh, what what kind of what style? Hardcore. Yeah, just like it's like hardcore. Kind of, can like, you a little downish? A little yeah, beat like, downy. I mean, they had some decent like like slightly more technical parts. Like it wasn't straight like simplified beat like beat down. Um, so you'd put them like mostly within the realm of like lifeless and uh, yeah, it was just, yeah. I mean, maybe even a little more like old school in certain senses, but it was like the, the Goldari vo- vocals that were yeah. kind of not doing it for me. Did, did you say Goldari? Yeah, yeah. like Goldar from the Power yes. Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, motherfucker! <laughs> yeah, dude. No, and nothing against them. They had a lot of energy, and people were dancing. It just, you know. There, there are certain times where weird vocals are at first a turnoff for me, and the more I give it time, they grow on me. Like, God's Hate, mm. if you've ever listened to them. The first couple tracks I heard, I was like, I can't I can't do these <laughs> vocals. It's it's weird. Uh, then the more I listened, I was like, yeah, no, you know what? This works. That's what I'll say. That was the redeeming part of it, like, while we were kind of just chilling. Like, there were... Um, like uh nice you know musical parts like definitely heavy instrumentation they also did a uh like before one of their songs they did like a little announcement to like ain't nobody supposed to be here for no tough guy shit like none of that good vibes yeah yeah they're like like i hate the tough guy shit it shows so much like and what are you doing well, and the I, you were here when we talked about that girl who uh, who got kicked uh, in the jaw by the. No, but I heard about that, and I hope that the the fucking bastard who did that, like. Ah, uh, nah, he ran uh, away. They didn't even fucking catch him. But no, um, what yeah, a fucking coward. You were on what the episode fuck? where we were talking about that. Well, that was this tour. Uh, yeah, really? it had to be before, one of their first shows. Yeah, that was this tour before it hit Philly. It was, so they, they had put a little PSA flyer up that says, uh, "Have fun, something like have fun in the pit, but um, it, res- it, respect each other mutually." It was, it was the mosh pit needs mutual respect. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, they jo- said something before their set too. You, you were there, I think, this summer when Joe Hardcore got on stage and gave a whole fucking yeah a whole speech about because that motherfucker there was. Uh, you might be able to find information on it, but the, that whole crew back in the day was actually hired as professional moshers and brought out to the West Coast specifically to intimidate people. Uh, so Yeah. So, <laughs> what? so fucking serious? Yeah. Well, they were having oh some issues. God. They were having some issues, and uh, these these were these were FSU dudes, and they were like, "Yo, you need to come out and fucking." scare these kids into fucking respect and shit and they sure as hell did um so so joe is is joe's a dude who knows and understands like heavy violent moshing so when he comes out and lays down the law people fucking listen um but yeah they've been they've definitely been ever since that incident especially uh big on making sure that people are safe at these shows Mm mm-hmm yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I'm not, I'm not one to like force a ton of restraint on people at shows. I mean, shit is aggressive. I mean, it gets, it gets crazy. But man, once you've gotten to the point where, like, you got a guy kicking a girl in the jaw and almost severing it, like, it's, it's time to take a step back and you know, take a closer look at what you're doing. 
Yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly. And this is, mm-hmm. I mean, I come from the side of being in support of a lot of the, a lot of the overly aggressive like the the crowd killing all that shit but you also have to be aware of what you're doing you can't be a total fucking animal about it but that's i'm kind of ambivalent about crowd killing i don't really know how to feel about it because i've seen people do some really fucked up stuff you all crowd killing Uh, i don't know man it's i don't it, it's a tough thing, and it's definitely a conversation for another episode. Um, yeah, I would, I would say so. But yeah, because I want to let them continue uh, talking about this show, because I'm, I'm still fucking angry at myself for not buying advance tickets. So, yeah. So after them was a uh, Jesus piece. Oh, which fuck. We actually saw again at the show that we saw Vane. Um, yeah. Was a few weeks beforehand. There's a lot of Jesus peace. I fucking love Jesus peace. I love Jesus peace. That shit is so fucking heavy. I liked it's... it more than I did the first time, and then the second time. Mm-hmm. I, 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 there's something about a band where the fucking the vocalist comes out and starts off the set by saying Jesus peace, you fake motherfuckers. Yeah, it's growing on me. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, it is growing on me. It's awesome. And there, there's like qualities to their act that I like parallel things I'm I used to be really be into. Like the dude's growl scream is totally reminiscent of like it dies today, and so I mean it's cool. I, I just, I guess the first two times I kind of had to, like you said, get used to the, uh, the aggression, the difference yeah. in pit styles. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, that's one where the, that band will always be that respect it. And if you can't deal with it, you know, just stay the fuck out of, not even just out of the pit, but out of the way, Yeah, you I'm, know, that is what it is. Yeah. That, that's another thing people should remember. Like if, if shit gets too rough for you, just get the fuck out of the pit. Yeah. Or if, if you can't handle it at all, leave the fucking show. Yeah, no, I mean, I had to leave a show before. I mean, you just got to know when to bounce. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, shit, like, it's true, man. I mean, sometimes, like, especially people who aren't really accustomed to what goes on at, like, metal or hardcore shows, I understand how it could be, like, frightening or overwhelming. Dude, it is uh, for me sometimes. Oh, I'm totally. used to that shit. It's ca- I mean, oh, yeah, it's totally, total I mean, chaos sometimes. Dude, you're talking like just two weeks ago. I was telling about how I almost broke two of my fingers at an exhumed show. Yeah, <laughs> yes. shit gets rough. The moment when Frank, your arm started bending out of place. Yeah, uh, when I saw it was uh, full of hell, uh, Turbot North, and fucking entombed at mm. at Kung Fu Necktie, and that's a small, small, small venue. So when the pit yeah. opens up, it's the venue. Yeah. Um. So that's happening. Someone gets thrown into me, and my arm got pinned between two people. Oh, fuck. So when they start bending, I just, in slow motion, I saw my arm start bending the wrong way and had to, like, fight to pull it out. Because otherwise I was snapping my arm at my elbow. There was no intention there. There was all random chaos. Like, just pure chance. Yeah, not mad at anyone. I was just like, oh, shit, 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 shit. There was another little poster going into the show this uh, Saturday that said, uh, no when to protect your neck. Like, it just talked about, like, be aware, you know. Like, no one should be aiming at you. But if shit, you know, shit goes, you know, sideways, you got to be able to, like, identify. Yeah. But, um, so, uh. 
Yeah. <laughs> so I've I've gushed over Jesus Peace plenty of times on these on uh, on this show. So uh, who was up after them? Fucking Code Orange yeah. was. Code fucking Orange. Sam, are you are you familiar? Uh, I've heard the name. Okay, <laughs> they just dropped a new album called Forever that I I highly recommend. They've, okay, I'll, I'll check it out. They've become big players in the hardcore scene. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that big players that that last album already. Uh, the last album was called "I Am King" and it was heavy as fuck. And they already they started making waves with that one through fucking nonstop touring uh, and just playing the game properly, and then releasing "Forever," which is just ungodly. I mean, it's. They- it, it, it pulls together all of the best parts of, like, the heavy fucking mosh hardcore as well as aspects of bands, like, full of hell. And, yep. like, it, it brings in all of that dissonance and anxiety. Um, and just abrasive. Yeah. The, it was, it's the abrupt time changes. It's, the, the, you know, the tonal changes. I mean, it'll go from his regular scream to, like, the real deep, crazy shit. I mean... Uh, it's got the right garnish of like uh, digital type sampling. I, I remember being at This Is Hardcore last summer, and I was outside of uh, Union Transfer because they usually play Thursdays. And I'm standing out there, and a bunch of uh, someone comes out, and they're like, "Oh, Code Orange is on in like five minutes." And I'm talking to everyone. I'm like, "Yo, who's going in?" And the one dude turns to me. He's like, "Man, I'm not hating it. Just they, they their music gives me like." crazy anxiety and i was like that's what i love about it like, yeah seriously <laughs> that's exactly it dude so uh to connect the uh, story i told a week or two ago about hurting my neck uh listening to code orange forever um i went in uh my boss called me into the office after i had taken the day off and i thought they were gonna you know give me shit no they were just ready to bust my balls they wanted me to tell the story again so <laughs> my one boss like He's like, oh, what were you listening to? I was like, uh, uh, this is, I was listening to Code Orange. You ever heard of them? <laughs> I was expecting, you know, a blank stare and I got a blank stare. So, you know, I got through the conversation as quickly as I could and got out because I wasn't sure, you know, how much more ball busting I was going to have to endure. So a few minutes later, I caught up to the guy again and he's like, oh, that was some good shit. Like, you know, this and that. And then he's like, pulls his phone out and he's like, oh, yeah, work out to a Lionheart playlist. That's fucking dope. And I'm like, what the fuck? So like my other boss, who's like totally not into that at all, comes up to me today um, and he's like, so Dennis put on that music you're into. And it's like, <laughs> I never thought nobody better fuck with ball by store. It's like, nah, you could probably fuck with me, but like. Yeah, I like some extreme music, dude. <laughs> like, and that's not even the half they of fucking, it. But. I was going to say, uh, when Code Orange came on, they opened with the fucking opening track. Oh, my God. Like, that beginning, like, vocal sample, I caught them with my their hand in my brother's pocket. I burned my gods down. I'm just like, oh, my God. That, that's how I hurt myself. <laughs> like, you can't do shit like that in the beginning no, of a uh, CD. Uh, I don't know if you know when I moved up or whatnot, yeah. I start fucking headbanging, and I was like, ah, my neck doesn't feel good. There's <laughs> just something about that track. It's whew, This album is a crusher. Um, little, you picked up your, you know, hoodie, your beanie, and all that. So I saw Pile they, of clothes. I saw they had a cassette at the table, and I was like, oh, I don't know what the fuck that is. I'll pick it up, five bucks. 
So, in between bands, they were playing like this crazy like electronic music. It's good. That was fucking kind of a little bit anxiety inducing. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, oh, this is fucking, this is fucking sweet. That cassette is the music that they were playing in between the bands. Oh, that's it's dope. The mm-hmm. guitarist of I'm Code Orange really upset worked I didn't with buy it. Uh, Alan Spector of Drum Corps. Oh, no shit. And that's what that is. Um, it's called, uh, I think it's called Shades. It's almost forever. Um, and the whole point of that was to set the mood for the night of keeping the feeling of pain in Holy between shit. bands. So they fucking, so they made a wondering. recording of shit to set the mood for their performance. I was wondering yes. why um, it was a consistent track every time and not like random music with that being said i also found out the only place you could ever get those cassettes are on this tour super jealous boom (laughs) i am so pumped i am so glad i picked that up oh there you go man oh all right i think i see something coming up but i got one more thing that i really want to get out that just made my day last week fucking the number 12 looks like you got back together Fuck my face. <laughs> uh, I will not, but I, the, I'm glad you're excited. <laughs> I might. So excited. Just keep your expectations in check because it's still only one guitarist. And it's one guitarist and probably one singer. I don't well, care. It's going to be more like Worse Than Alone than it is their older stuff. I don't care. Yeah, they broke uh, up in such a depressing way. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, Maybe I'll have to revisit. It's they've never been a band that's necessarily clicked with me. I never hated them. I just, uh, I, yeah, I just don't know. But uh, again, it's been years, so maybe I'll check it out now. Bless you. Bless you. Maybe hey, I'll check it out now and love it. The nostalgia. So. But uh, uh, before uh, before we go, I'm gonna do the thing that we should always be fucking doing oh, and true. haven't been. <laughs> um, if you're listening, I don't know how you found us. Maybe you found us through iTunes, SoundCloud. It's all centralized. You can go to fthepit.com. It's literally the letter F, thepit.com. Uh, you can find links to everything there, our Facebook, our Instagram, even the uh, even the Twitter that we haven't used at all yet. Um, <laughs> links to the SoundCloud, to the iTunes, whatever it is that you want to use. Uh, if you want to communicate with us, check us out on the Twitter. Uh, Mike, what's the what's the Twitter handle? Twitter is at no, not the Twitter. The 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 Instagram. I apologize. Uh, from the Pit official. So yeah, Mike uploads Mike uploads the brutal bruise every week. Uh, so you can keep track of that, and you can you can pretty much talk directly to Mike uh, through the Instagram. It's true. You can also yeah, please, oh. please listen to the show everyone It's good I like doing it <laughs> uh, I, really, I, I fucking love doing the show with you guys And I, I, I hope to be on As much as you guys want me to it, It's great having you on uh, we'll, we'll probably Just because of the issues tonight We might wait until we have the new soundboard To, uh, to try this again But I don't think that's too far off So Okay, yeah. So, um, but beyond that, you can also get in touch with us at facebook.com slash from the pit music. Uh, if you hit, if you hit us up there, I'll most likely be the one responding. Um, 
but we stay on top of things. So please, uh, you know, check out the page. It, it looks fucking awesome. Uh, it's, it's been totally redone. Looks fucking great. F the pit.com. Uh, hit us up on Facebook. Let us know if there are things you want to hear. Uh, recommendations, anything. In the past two weeks, we've had two separate promoters uh, send us messages to get their bands out, to get events out. Uh, I posted a thing just last week. Uh, I'm sure every metalhead in the world is familiar with the Wacken Open Air Festival. Yes. Uh, there is a fucking competition that's occurring in Boston, New York, and Philadelphia, where oh, really? you can go. Uh, it's a battle of the bands, and I think the top two get selected and given slots on the Wacken Open Air Woo! Festival. That's fucking sick. That's an, it's insane. Uh, if I don't remember all the details, I believe you're expected to cover your travel costs, but you are put in the VIP camping section along with all the other bands. Uh, so, you know, you get to camp with potentially some of your fucking idols because it's one of the biggest metal festivals on the planet. Um, so if you don't suck, uh, go check out the link on our Facebook. Uh, if you don't don't suck, please don't suck. Yeah, don't, don't, don't waste your time in theirs. Uh, be, be self-aware, be self-aware. Don't bring your fucking... Don't bring your fucking boombox inside of a metal trash can and your, <laughs> and your Line 6 Spider 3 and expect to make the Vakken Open Air Festival. Uh, yeah, Va- yeah, I should have been pronouncing that differently, but regardless, um, <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Um, if you're interested in that, go check the fucking link out on our Facebook page. Um, and that should be about everything. You know, there's something there's something approaching. Oh. I think I see it. Now that we've gotten past all those billboards. <laughs> I do believe it is the destination. Oh, what's at that destination, Frank? Oh, you don't want to know? It's in my pants. Oh shit. We, yeah. Driving it's getting tiny. it's getting real weird up in here. It is now safe to undo your seatbelts. Good night, ladies.